Yo, today's QOD is, it's not the color of your skin, it's the color of your mind. Here we go. Welcome back to the Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. We got Reverend Ike on the show, wrapping up our throwback week. I hope you've been enjoying this week's episodes. You know, I'm reading a book this week. I just started a couple days ago. Not done with it, but I will recommend it. It is called The Self-Delusion by a guy named Burns. And this book really stood out to me because I love neuroscience and I love learning about where the self-image comes from, where identity comes from. So the book is about the neuroscience of how we create our identities and how we create stories that we live by. We create stories about ourselves. We create stories about others. We create stories about how the world works. and we see our lives, we create our lives, we perceive the world, we interpret events through this story. And the question is like, where does this story come from? How does it form our own identities, right? And the story comes from what we learn as young people. What were the stories that we heard from others? What were the stories that we heard from authoritative sources, such as the media? What was the narrative that they were telling during these very impressionable times of our lives? And the thing about it is, I think if I remember correctly, these stories be kind of, they become very stable by about the age of 12. And after that age, it is very challenging to change these stories. Essentially, like, as we're holding on to these stories, we become almost like story writers, where we edit things out of the story that don't match the narrative of ourselves and the narrative of the world. And it just concerns me so much. Like the future is so concerning to me because the narrative that is being fed to young people by the media, by politicians, by people who call themselves leaders, by adults, in these young people's lives, these stories, what they're hearing, are creating a story within these young people. And as I said, around the age of 12, story becomes very stable and it's really hard to change. So I am like, I'm really, really, really worried about this. Because once somebody takes on that I'm always gonna be poor narrative, when somebody takes on you know, my color, the color of my skin is always going to hold me back. It's hard to unravel, no matter how much proof or evidence to the contrary that you may show them. And so I just, you know how I am. I just wish everybody would realize that it's not all about the color of your skin. Like you can do whatever it is that you want to do and that many of our limitations are self-imposed or their story imposed. And it really takes a lot of conscious effort to change the story. So I encourage you to think about 
what your story is and where did it come from? And is that story true? What have you been editing out of the story? Reverend Ike's coming up. But this failure self-identity must die. It must die out of your mind that you might live and experience success. And again, too many people have a poverty self-identity. And I'm going to say something here, and I'm going to say it from my heart. I hope it will do some good, and I know it will do some good. It's against all that the uppity sociologists and militants tell us, but it's a psychological truth that must be faced and understood. Too much of this poverty business and poverty condition has been carried on among minority people. Many times the people who claim to be the leaders among minority people are the very ones who are grinding the poverty idea into the minds of minority people. Stop telling people of giving the idea that if you're black, you must be poor. That if you're black, you must be underprivileged. You must be socially deprived. Stop giving people the idea that just because they're black, the whole world is against them. It's not the color of your skin, it's the color of your mind. And that poverty self-image must die that you might live and experience prosperity. One of the most inspiring men that I've ever met, and I was inspired by him before I met him, is a black man in Birmingham, Alabama, A.G. Gaston, a few months ago. Must be some Alabama people here. A few months ago, it was my privilege to go to Birmingham to be the keynote speaker for a statewide A.G. Gaston Day, honoring A.G. Gaston. Here's a black man in his 70s who has, who lived in Alabama in Birmingham among the Ku Klux Klan when it was dangerous to be black. <laughs> identified himself with those who were successful and saw himself as one of them. And that was a very interesting experience in Birmingham, too. Very interesting. When I was there, I remember that they sent a police escort for me. 
that escorted me through the city with sirens blowing. A few years ago, it would have been for a different purpose. It would have been probably not to an old rugged cross, but to an old flaming cross. an interesting experience. They met me in Birmingham at the airport in two of the church's Rolls Royces. As soon as I got to the hotel, I got reports from the Alabama State Patrol. You see, the people, my people who were driving my car did not know it, but they were in, they were under radar surveillance all the way through Alabama. They were speeding, and I knew how fast they were going. I got reports. <laughs> Of course, I'm kept under surveillance anyway. I mean, in any man who's going to tell people, a man is dangerous when he tells people you can be what you want to be and do what you want to do and have what you want to have. That's a dangerous man. You got to watch him because before you know it, somebody will believe it. Because very frankly, you know, it isn't all that popular for the average black, so-called black preacher to tell folks, look, you know, your blackness does not have to be a handicap. And I keep telling you that. As a matter of fact, I tell you that blackness is no excuse for failure. And I'll tell you, when you believe in yourself and overcome, sometimes even the very people and the very apparent forces that tried to keep you down, they'll honor you. That day in, in Alabama, A.G. Gaston was honored by the governor of that state, who a few years ago stood in the schoolhouse door to block black students. Somebody shout hallelujah. I was there to witness it and to keynote it. I'm talking about A.G. Gaston, and I, I used for the subject of that keynote speech that night, the gospel according to A.G. Gaston. And I'm talking about him because this man is a fantastic example of a success self-image born in the condition of black poverty and discrimination. He died to the idea that he would have to be poor because he was black. <laughs> became a great success. There's no virtue in poverty, so let that idea die out of your mind. And let's not give minority people the idea that being poor is something to be proud of, to wear on your lapel and stick your chest out about it and say, we are poor people. That's why you'd never get me in any poor people's march. You'll never get me in any poor people's nothing. I've been there and I'm glad I'm out. When 
to Chicago this past summer, some, some black uh, militants came to me and said, Reverend Ike, we'd like to take you on a tour of the black ghetto and show you how, how these poor black people live. I said, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> show me how they show me how they live. I came to show them how to get out of the ghetto into the ghetto. That poverty self-image must die. It must be crossed out that we might live. The sick self-image. Cross out the poverty self-image. Cross out the hateful self-image. Cross out the failure self-image. Cross out the poverty self-image that you might have life and that more abundantly. That was Reverend Ike. His website is RevIke.com. You can check out today's entire talk on YouTube. It is called The Dangerous Thoughts That Lead to Your Success, Reverend Ike's The Glory of the Cross, Part 2. Hey, hit me up on the Instagram at Sean Croxton or on the threads at Sean Croxton. And you have an amazing weekend, and I will see you on Monday with some brand new clips. I am out. Thanks for tuning in. Peace. Peace.